Hi, I'm Maggie Perkins, and welcome to Abundant Growth, the podcast where you can tune in to be inspired by women entrepreneurs, creatives, coaches, and thought leaders alike. I believe that sharing each other's journeys is one of the best ways to expand your own vision for your life. My hope is that this podcast will plant seeds of hope, success, positivity, and abundance. Join me today as I chat with my dear friend and inspiration, Sydney Barber. Sydney created her own emotions-based clothing line called Into Light and started a podcast called Far Out with co-host Megan Baudry. Come along with us today as we talk about how allowing ourselves to change into new versions of ourselves and pivoting with our life plans is the best way to grow into our true self. Well, awesome. I just wanted to kind of start off by um, telling everyone how we met, which I think is like such a, it was such a rare occurrence and please excuse the birds behind me, but um, (laughs) um, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to share how you, how we met? I want to hear it from your perspective. I'll chime in, but I want to hear from your perspective. Okay, perfect. Um, Yeah. So we met in Colorado at an Arvon, not conference, but I guess like kind of a- I think they called it a retreat. Yes, a retreat. Thank you. Um, in Colorado, in Breckenridge. And it was gorgeous. We were all staying in these beautiful mountain homes. And we were both at this retreat. And um, I think we both kind of felt a little out of place. Like we, we really- I don't know. It was, <laughs> I felt a lot out of place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it was really fun. It was a great experience. And there's, there were some really just incredible women there, but we're, our energies just like immediately clicked and we saw each other from across the room, just kind of like chilling by ourselves. And then we just started chatting and just kind of hit it off from there. And yeah. And then honestly, the rest is history. I think just like, it really is. Yeah, it was, it's, you know, like how you kind of meet a friend and you just immediately know like, okay, this person's going to be significant in my life. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, It's funny because I don't, Maggie is, I mean, everybody who knows you knows that you make friends so easily. You are such a people person. Like people just like flock to you in the best way. I mean that in such a good way, but for me, it's like very rare for me to feel like comfortable with somebody and feel that friendship immediately. I'm more so a person where I'm like, I have my people. I don't really need anybody else. But I remember, I don't even remember what it was, but I walked across the room and I was like, Hey, and you were like, I think we follow each other on Instagram. And I was like, yeah, I think we do. And you were like, okay, well we're friends now. (laughs) It was like, honestly, kind of like a first grade type thing. Like it wasn't even, you know, how kids just like go up to each other on the playground. They're like, Hey, what are you doing? And they're like, Oh, I'm doing this. Let's be friends. Like that was literally how it was. And yeah. yeah. And then we just kind of like connected on so many different levels. And I think I told you my whole entire, cause I was going through some stuff at the time. And I literally (laughs) was like, here's what's going on in my life. What do I do? Like, I know I'm a very private person. I know it might not seem like it because I speak about my life on the internet a lot now, but especially back then, like I was pretty private. Mm-hmm. That was not a normal thing for me to do. And I was like, let me tell you my deepest, darkest secrets. Exactly. And I knew how rare it was. Like I, I could tell how 
kind of more you weren't someone who was going to share everything and so I felt immediately like okay I'm in her inner circle like we're gonna be really close friends and And you are you were I mean you were in my inner circle immediately (laughs) yeah exactly and so it was just such a I don't know just kind of like a kismet feeling just both of us meeting there and just like bonding and I yeah I just immediately knew that you're gonna be one of my close friends was really and really wh- how long has it been now like three two or th- three years I want to say that was like 2019 definitely before 2020 um yeah it was, I want to say three yeah, going on four years yeah I think it was 2019 mm-hmm. yeah three that would make sense what math is yeah, hard nope 2019 it was 2019 yeah. I yeah. can tell by the significance of the life things that I was going through. That's what I'm like. That's what uh, I was yes. measuring this off of. Like, what was I going through at this point in my life? That's when I met Maggie. Right. <laughs> and it's like, honestly, so incredible to like think back to that time and like how much has changed. Like, it's so cool. <laughs> it's really I crazy. wish you guys could see the faces that we're making at each other. Right. We have come a long way. Both we of us. We really have. Yeah. yeah. We really have. And it's just been like so incredible, like seeing both of our growth, just like we are completely different people than we were then, Mm -hmm. which is cool because we still click so well, but we're completely different than we were when we first met. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that about us. It's kind of like an evolving friendship. And yeah, same. Those are the type of friendships I think people need more of where it's not like you're holding one person to one shape that they've always been you know it can move and grow and get to know the new version of them and it's always fun because then it's like you're not like you're getting new friends but like kind of like you're getting a new friend no it's so true and honestly like I feel like both of us just kind of have like this thing where if we don't talk for a while it's like it's totally fine and be like hey dude like how's it going I we haven't chatted in a while but like you know, we still like know that we're still good friends. It doesn't, we don't have mm-hmm. to talk every single day. And that's how I am with all of my friends. My friends have to, it's a learning curve for a lot of them because a lot of them do really love like constant communication, not constant, but like, I think I might be an anomaly in the way where I'm just like, eh, <laughs> I might drop off the face of the earth for a little bit, but that doesn't mean I don't think about you. And it doesn't mean I don't care about you. Um, I also just have horrible ADHD. So if some if something's not like right in front of me, mm-hmm. I forget about it and not in a bad way. Like I didn't, don't mean like I forget about my friends, but yeah, I, it's a learning curve for some people, but I am very grateful. I feel like that's how, you know, they're your people when you can step away for a certain amount of time. Like we're adults, we're busy. We live in a, with a five hour time difference mm-hmm. and like, it's completely fine and normal to in adult friendships to not speak to your friends for months at a time. I mean, we literally have to be like, when are you free? I have this time on this date. And then we get together and talk. Exactly. No. And just like you said, it's just, it's very much the evolve evolution of becoming an adult. I feel like, you know, and some people, they, they feel like they're, they can still maintain those close friendships and you can, but it has to be in a different way and you can't get offended. You know, you can't take anything personal if someone is like, yeah, I'm like super busy. Like it's going to have to be next week, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's a learning curve for sure. Like phasing out of that college, like I'm with you. We live in the same house. We live in the same neighborhood versus like we live 
literally across an ocean. Yeah, exactly. Which is so crazy. But it's wild to think about, but yeah. But still so close. Uh, <laughs> um, so I love listening to your podcasts and I know that you usually start your podcasts with something good that's going on in your life. So I'd love yes. to hear. Yeah. So Megan and I, uh, Megan Baudry is my co-host and we host the podcast far out, uh, basically just a place for us to have conversation. Uh, Megan and I don't actually know each other all that well, kind of like a Maggie and I situation, to be honest. Um, and we are getting to know each other through con- like tough conversations on a podcast is essentially mm-hmm. what the theme of it is. But we like to start every episode by asking each other something good. Um, so essentially, we just say, tell me something good. So I'll start off. Um, my something good is my parents just got home from a really long trip and they got to see their granddaughter, who's my niece, today for the first time in like two months. And that was just really cute to see. Um, she's obviously, since she's a baby, she's changed so much in the past two months. And it's just cool to see my parents become grandparents. And she's absolutely the cutest thing ever. I'm obsessed with her. I am a little biased, but yeah, no, she's perfect. She has the longest eyelashes I have ever seen. She is going to be, so her dad is a redhead and she's going to be a little ginger. She has little red hair. She's perfect. She's perfect. But yeah, Maggie, tell me something good. Okay. Um, Gosh, it's hard to beat Piper. She's the cutest thing ever. (laughs) But yeah, I guess something good is that I just recently decided to kind of take back control of my happiness in my life. And I have decided to leave a job that was super unfulfilling and just very much a drain on myself mentally and physically. And so I'm just kind of in this like weird space of not having like tangible next steps, but just like really playing with like trusting in the, in the universe and trusting God and knowing that like whatever is next is going to be so much better. And so it's like taking this time to really focus on healing from everything and just kind of creating the life that I have always imagined. So yeah, that's- I love that. I'm so excited for you since, you. I think since the day that we met, you had been talking about how you were unsure if this is something that you wanted to do and just kind of express those feelings of like, I don't even know that you outwardly expressed it, that you didn't want to do it. But I think I could tell that you were just doing it because it's what you went to school for and what was kind of like the next right step um, from the outside. So mm-hmm. it's really cool to get to see you like, a, in a place of your dreams, B, with the man of your dreams, and C, now getting to like follow your passions that you've been talking about for so long. It's really cool to watch from the outside, just knowing where we started when we first became friends. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's honestly, it's kind of surreal. And I have to like remind myself, you know, every day that like this is not a life that everyone gets to live. And that like, yeah, it just reminds me how like grateful I am for for all the hard work that has like gotten me here. And 
yeah and I just like want to be able to share that that passion and inspiration with other people and yeah. show them that they can have like a similar you know life whatever they want to do with their life is possible too so yeah I love that that yeah. was a really good one what do you mean it was hard to top Piper <laughs> that was great yeah she's she is the cutest but. I wish I could like have her as a special guest with me but then you'd probably hear her make all sorts of noises and we'd both just be talking to her the entire time I mean I'm not against that I think that could <laughs> be episode two of Sydney and Maggie so <laughs> I am watching her overnight on Friday so I'll just FaceTime you oh heck yeah I'm down I can't wait <laughs> I can't wait clear your schedule oh it's if it has Piper, if it if it has anything to do with Piper, my schedule is cleared. She's like your honorary niece because your she sibling is. is younger than you. Mm, I can't wait to meet her. She's yeah, she's really cute. But, all right, so um, just kind of going back to your podcast, um, yes. tell me a little bit about like what? How did it come about for you and Megan? That's a really good question. <laughs> so it was kind of, like I said a, a little bit before, it's kind of a similar situation to you and I, um, how Megan and I actually met because we were both randomly DM'd on Instagram to model for a jewelry company in Kansas City. Um, I didn't know Megan beforehand, although she did go to K-State um, just like me. And we were there at the same time. I'm a, a I'm a year older than her. So we were there at the same time, but we didn't know each other at all. I hadn't even heard of her name. And so we're, we show up to this place. I had texted my friend Jenner beforehand and I was like, Hey dude, you follow this girl on Instagram. Um, is she cool? Like, will we get along? I'm about to be with her for like an entire day of shooting. And he was like, Oh my God, Megan's so cool. You will love her. Like, I'm surprised you guys don't already know each other. Uh, but like, let me know how it goes, but yeah, you'll love her. And so Megan and I, within like five minutes of the shoot, like I showed up and I was like, she's cool. Like she looks so cool. And I mean, she's literally one of the most gorgeous people I've ever seen in my entire life. She models for a living. She's beautiful, uh, but she's also so down to earth, so kind, uh, has the biggest heart. And it's something that when you meet her bringing astrology into this, I thought she was a Taurus because she just seems so down to earth, but she's a cancer. And I think that's why we connected so well, because we both lead with our heart when it comes to the people that we care about. And so we just instantly clicked and we didn't talk after the photo shoot. We like chatted the whole entire day. We were buddy, buddy that whole entire day. Didn't talk after the photo shoot randomly get a DM probably six to seven months later. And she says, all right, this is weird, but I'm just going to shoot my shot. Um, I think that you're really cool. I had so much fun with you. I want to be your friend. Like, can we be actually friends? And I thought that was really funny. Um, it's something where people look cool on social media all the time. There are only a handful of people that I think you could actually click with, um, just after seeing that you think they look cool, you know? And so when she messaged me that, I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Like, let's hang out. So I went over to her apartment once, um, again, spilled my whole entire life story. Seems to be an interesting theme there. And 
I came over, I think one more time the next week and our conversation just flowed so well. We have been through a lot of really similar things and both of us really like talking about heavy thinking topics like intellectual topics and things like that. And so I was mid conversation and I was like, I think we should start a podcast. And it's kind of wild because it's not like we know each other that well, but a couple of months ago, I, or before that, I had actually had a dream that we had a podcast together. And I told her that over Instagram DM and she was like, that's crazy. I've always wanted to start a podcast, but I just thought like that was that and nothing would come from it because we hadn't even hung out in person. But that's, that's kind of how it all started. Um, I think we recorded the first like three episodes a week after that. And the podcast is probably like seven months old now, six to seven months. Started last July. I'm not good at math, so I won't count that, but started it in July. Yeah, and you guys have like about 25 or so episodes up. And I think so, yeah. Around that, I think. Um, But yeah, no, I think just, I remember you telling me about meeting Megan and just like how it was such like an instantaneous click for you guys. And I just think that um, it was just like, so I don't know. I just like immediately knew I was like, okay, well, that's how we became like really close. Like I I knew that you guys were going to be super close as well. And so, yeah, no, I think when you're living in kind of like alignment with who you truly are, like you just are kind of drawn to other people like that. And it sounds like, and I know from your podcast, Megan is super genuine, just like you are. I think that's why you guys just like immediately kind of had like such a close friendship, you know? Yeah. It's really special. It's really cool to just hear both your like insights on your podcast because you guys have very like differing views on some things, you know, you bring different um, outlooks and I really like that. It's it's really cool to hear. Thank you. It's really fun because I mean, I... There's a lot of podcasts that I listen to where you can tell the people have been friends for years and I kind of feel like I'm on like the outside listening in. And for me, since I'm an introvert, I kind of have felt that way my whole entire life. So I wanted to create a space and Megan as well wanted to do this, but I feel like it's a space where you feel like you're getting to know us at the same time we're getting to know each other. So it's like really genuine, like you are getting to know us Megan and I really don't talk about these topics. We don't outline anything. We don't do talking points. We will converse and say, does this topic sound like something that you have enough to speak about? And she'll say yes. And then I'll say, well, blah, blah, blah. And Megan will be like, stop. We're not talking about it until we're on the mic because that's what this is about. Like we need to be genuine when we talk about it. Um, And it's really fun. And another reason that we started it is because a lot of times as women, we are looked at for our value on the outside and Mm -hmm. it can be really disheartening specifically for Megan, uh, since she's a model. And like I said, she is beautiful, but she's also one of the smartest and most intellectual people that I have ever met. And I stand by that statement wholeheartedly. And It's really cool that people get to hear her for her thoughts and not see her at all. It's just that. And as women, not to be objectified in that way um, and just get to hear 
our minds instead of looking or being drawn towards something physical is really cool. Oof. I love that. That is really powerful. And I mean, both of you are absolutely gorgeous. So it it just makes sense. Like just valuing women for their minds is just not like, it's kind of taboo. It's not what is normalized and especially with social media, you know? So mm-hmm. that's, that's really rare and special that you guys can come together and do that. So Thank that's- you. I never thought about it like that. That's it's so true though. You aren't nobody can see you guys' faces. So they just kind of have yeah. to value you for what you have to say. Yeah. So that's really awesome. Um Thank yeah, you. I always we enjoy it. I I like to listen to your guys' podcasts kind of like <clears throat> when I'm coming home from work. And it's just like such a nice conversation always, just to like really dive into something that I probably wouldn't have thought about or I you know it's not like a normal conversation conversation to just have you know so yeah yeah I'm glad you like it I I hope that when you listen you do feel like you're part of the conversation and it's like sparking Mm -hmm. your own thoughts and then maybe sparking conversations with your friends like that's kind of the whole point is to talk about maybe topics that are a little bit far out, a little bit out there um, that like people our age aren't necessarily, they don't have at the forefront of their mind a lot. Mm -hmm. And I know some of the topics are very surface level and it is not meant to be like all crazy all the time. Um, But mostly just like sharing our thoughts so that people can at least view other ways of thinking because Megan and I think so differently. Absolutely. And I like your life updates as well, um, which is pretty relevant because you're kind of gearing up for a huge life change. Very I am. And I love how you're sharing it on TikTok. It is. Just, I love getting on there and I like, I like every single one you post. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. It's just a fun way to update. I feel like through the podcast, but also through TikTok, it's going to be I heard somebody say this the other day and I, that's the reason I started creating content on TikTok is because they said, think about it as not content creation, but documenting. Mm. And I had never thought about it that way because it's, there's such a push for like curated content and like, what can you bring to the table? But how fun would it be in a year and a half? I mean, I'm about to make a big move. I'm making big business changes. Like, all of this stuff is happening. I just had a niece. Um, like all of this stuff is happening in a year, two years from now, five years from now, I look back and I get to watch all of that and remember, you know, what I may have been going through or how I couldn't imagine what my life would look like in five years. And now look at me, just all things like that. Like it's such a fun shift instead of like pushing for content creation, just to be documenting what you're doing. I love that. No, I mean, it is so powerful to have pictures, but even more powerful to have videos, I feel like, you know, and mm-hmm. everybody's starting to realize that with TikTok and Reels and all these different like ways to post the videos. And that um, just kind of reminds me of like Snapchat's like rewind that you can always like look back at. And it's just like, it either like brings tears or a smile to your face, like looking at that, you know. Just- I will not lie. I have that shit turned off. Yeah, no, I mean, it definitely can be triggering if you don't want to like <laughs> everything. But... I've been through a few too many breakups to leave that on. 
<laughs> yeah, honestly, I feel, uh, yeah, that's very true. Just but being TikTok, very candid. <laughs> with TikTok, at least you know that, like, it's things that you wanted to share and that, like, hopefully you'll want to look back on. That's true. I always told myself that I wouldn't date again unless I felt like I was going to marry someone. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how that goes for me. Hopefully I don't document anything and then have to look back at that in a, in a little while and be like, ah, oops. <laughs> that is always the risk that you're going to have to be willing to take, you know? You're right. You're right. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So on your TikTok, you are kind of documenting you're moving, you're moving to Seattle. So yes. that's huge. So can mm-hmm. you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, I born and raised in Kansas, have lived here almost my entire life. I lived in Florida for two and a half years, um, but I transferred from college in Florida to college in Kansas. Um, I was a fifth year due to my transfer. So graduated college from K-State literally peak pandemic. Well, not peak pandemic. It was literally the beginning of the pandemic. I didn't get to graduate. All my classes got moved to online. And it was one of those things where we left for spring break and then just never went back, Mm -hmm. Um, which is wild to think about. But that's where I was at. Um, And so obviously job market, not super great. Um, I wasn't able to go into the field that I wanted to and was also going through a pretty rough breakup. So sorry if you hurt my dog, I apologize. Um, But I was also going through a really rough breakup at the time. And so I decided to move in with my parents. Um, I currently do still live with my parents. I've lived in their basement, like the classic, like it sounds like a classic college dropout situation, but I did graduate. Um, And (laughs) I am just ready to get out. Um, I think that the space that I'm in, there's a saying like you can't grow in the environment that made you sick mm. and I don't, or you can't heal in the environment that made you sick. And I, I don't think that I'm sick by any means. I've done a lot, a lot, a lot of healing in the past two years, but I also feel like there's a lot more out there for me. Um, I haven't really given anybody updates on my personal life at all, like my my dating and romantic relationship life. Um, but I guess if you're listening to this, why not? Um, this will be the first time I've ever like publicly addressed this. Um, I have a boyfriend. I'm excited. And <laughs> I will be moving in with him in Seattle. He lives there right now. Um, and I will be moving in with him him which is going to be very fun first time ever um, living with someone in just in a really cool city I've always wanted to move to the Pacific Northwest I actually leave to visit there for the first time um, this week this Saturday so just lots of fun stuff coming up Um, life changes like romantically obviously living location like everything well awesome yeah no it sounds like you do have just like so many big exciting life events coming up and I'm just like excited for you and just so happy with where you are because I think like you've been working towards this for so long and like relationship wise job wise like just mental like wise I guess just getting ready to take this big leap basically yeah so um 
just super excited for you. And so what are you going to be doing like work-wise, like once you're moving? So good question. Um, I work full-time right now. Um, I work full-time for like just a normal corporate company. I don't like to get too much into like my corporate life on social media because I like to keep that completely separate from what I do. I don't really, unless you know me in person, I don't really talk about it. Um, but I do really love my corporate job. I feel very blessed to have a job that I enjoy going to every day. I love my coworkers. I love my team. Um, and so in that aspect, I feel very, very blessed. Um, I work completely remote nine to five. So luckily I can pick up and move wherever I'd like and just let my manager know like, Hey, I'm in a different time zone today. So if my work hours look different, that's why. Um, and that is really, really amazing. Um, I wasn't necessarily even looking for a job when this job fell into my lap, but I am very grateful that I have something that allows me to pick up and travel. I mean, I went to Hawaii for a month, uh, a little over a month and was able to see you and I was working the whole entire time I was there. So it wasn't like I was like on vacation, but it's really nice. I can pick up and go anywhere. Um, and on top of that, I do have a clothing line. Well, we'll get into that a little bit more, but I do have a clothing line. It's called into light and that will be coming with me as well. Since it's my own brand and I, it's not huge. It's not something that I have to, you know, really pick up and take with me. Um, I do have some stock in clothes that I will have to take, but that's Right now it's pretty minimal, which is good. Um, And that'll come with me. I am in the middle of a big transition for that. And I'm not sure if you would like to get into all of that and just kind of like the logistics of owning your own business. But if you do have any questions, I'm open to sharing about it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, first off, that's incredible that you have a job that kind of goes wherever you are. Um, You were saying that you're also taking into light with you as well. And I know from your podcast that you are, and from also being your friend, um, that you're, (laughs) you're pivoting with that business as well. So I would love to hear just where you're taking that next. Yeah. So for those who don't know, into light started solely as a clothing brand. Um, I remember actually when I named the company, this was probably November, 2020. I texted Maggie and I was going back and forth. I, she had seen all the designs before they were like designs for clothes. They were just things that I was drawing. And I texted her and I was like into light. And she was like, is that it? And I was like, yeah. Cause we're going to look back at this screenshot one day and be like, holy shit. Like this was the mm-hmm. beginning of all of it, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Now here we are um, into light just had its first birthday in January. Um, so started out solely as a clothing brand. It's emotion-focused apparel. So everything mental health, um, anything emotions-focused, very inclusive, um, men's and women's mental health. Really just the idea is to focus on that mental health is the one thing that all humans have in common, regardless of age, race, gender, sexuality, background, like 
it's the one thing that we all have in common and using that to bring us closer together rather than divide people. Um, and it was born out of a time where I was going through a lot of shit and I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on this podcast and that's the second time I've said a bad word. So I really apologize. Absolutely are. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a little bit of a potty mouth <laughs> and, um, it, I was just, I was going through a lot of things and I created a community that I needed during that time, but wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And now mental health clothes and things like that. It's a lot more common. When I started, it was not. Um, I was very much doing something that was outside of the norm and more towards the unique side of things. And I, so the brand, the first day that it was available, it went live on January 22nd. I expected to get five orders. Uh, I got 43, 42, 43 the first day. Um, I was amazed, but because I being sustainable is important to me, I didn't actually make anything before orders came in. Mm -hmm. I had like my own prototypes and had like garment tested and, you know, like made things like that. But I, it's not like I had like stock ready to just like package and ship out. So orders are coming in and I'm like, okay, cool. I'll get started. And then more orders were coming in and I was like, oh my God. Okay. I will put these sweatshirts. Like they, I mean, they were literally taking up my kitchen, my living, like they were everywhere and so appreciative because I didn't expect it to resonate with people that much. Um, but I'm so glad that it did. And it didn't really slow down from then. It's not a company that like went viral and gained a lot of traction and went crazy, but the people that it did resonate with were repeat customers. Um, each drop did really well. I have had up to seven, no, eight at this point. Uh, the last one being the Valentine's Day drop. And I wish that it was something where I could say like, oh my God, owning a business is so easy and being a creative is so fun. And like everything was butterflies and rainbows and I like thoroughly enjoyed it. But I, that is not the case. (laughs) Um, I was getting so many orders and I was the only person doing, you know, social media and website design and photography and product design and actually making the product and customer service. Like I was all of that all at once while also having a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And so I was finding myself in a place where I was waking up at like, I don't know, probably 4 a.m. so that I could get some intellect done before work. And then I was staying up until like 11.45 to 12.45 every night, um, which if you know me, I love sleep. I am like eight to 10 hours a night is a good number. Um, eight is a little bit on the low side. So I love sleep, love it. And I was, there was no time for me to do laundry. There was, I mean, I was 
shoveling my meals down while also doing like computer stuff, which is also not like me. I love being intentional. I love cooking. Like it was just to a point where I knew I had to change something Mm -hmm. or else there was going to be a large break and it was not going to be pretty. Mm -hmm. So I guess in a way, like I saw it coming and I knew I needed to make a change and I tried. Um, I tried outsourcing my last drop. Um, So drop seven, how are you feeling collection? Um, I tried outsourcing it. I did outsource it. It's gone really well. Um, I still have some of that product left on the website, but it still didn't alleviate the stress of people ordered from me. I need to get it out as soon as I can. Mm -hmm. There was no sense of, for me at least, there's no separation between when I'm working into light and when I'm not mm-hmm. because it's my brand and it's my baby and it's important to me. And it's not something you can turn off, especially it being something, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, especially it being something that's creative. Uh, you're always like, well, how can I make this into content? How can I make this into a design? Do I have enough design stockpiled? And for someone with anxiety, like that's your worst nightmare is something that you can't just like turn off. And so I recently made the decision to make the switch from Intellite being a clothing brand to being more of a community. And it wasn't a decision that I made lightly. Um, I was really stressed out about it for a little bit. And I actually called you about it mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey, I think this is what I'm going to do. And I think you were one of like three people that I spoke to before I actually made the announcement. And you were like, yeah, I think that's great. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that you could probably see from the outside that I was just not something that I could do forever. Like I was quite literally drowning. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I remember like, maybe six months ago when you were in the thick of it. And even like, like up until maybe a month or two ago, you were, I was just like, first off, I was like, I don't know how you're balancing like family and friends and like having a relationship. And then also like having a full-time job and running this, because like you said, you were literally wearing so many hats. And yeah, I just remember maybe six months ago, just being like, I feel like I can never like get a hold of her because I know like I didn't also want to put that burden on you to be like hey like you know I know you're so busy but do you have like an hour to like chat and hang out but it I just knew that you were it wasn't like aligning with you completely because you are someone who just values your health and especially like like self-care and Mm -hmm. sleep and I was like this like it honestly I was like who is this like she is just like an like overdrive all the time. Like that cannot be healthy, but I, I mean, you were still like killing it in all areas of your life. So I was just like, yeah. And during that time I was doing 75 hard. I did it twice. Yeah, exactly. So, (laughs) and I mean, I remember when you were walking the dogs and like we would be talking and I'm like, you're like, yeah, I'm like doing this, this, and this. And like, while you have like, I don't know how many dogs that you're walking. And I'm just like, girl, like, you are going full speed ahead. And I was just like, I'm impressed. I'm inspired. But I it's never so funny to think about 
Mm-hmm. Like you saying it like this mm-hmm. is making me think back because I think I do a really good job of not thinking about what I'm going through while I'm in it. That's one coping mechanism that I'm working on in therapy is that I need to like actually process what's going on while it's happening rather than like waiting like five years to do so. Um, but it's really funny because I, I mean, I, it's not like I was unwell, but in, before I started the business and I was just, I guess I was unwell. I was, I was not okay. Um, in 2020 summer, I mean, just all of 2020 in reality. Um, I mean, I didn't do anything. I was, I was a bum. I was a bum and that's putting it really lightly. I did absolutely nothing. I went to the lake every weekend with my parents and the rest of my family. I was at home during the week. I mean, I was depressed. I mean, I remember there were days where I would text you and I'd be like, dude, I like, don't think I can get out of bed today. And you were like, maybe just get out and go for a walk. Like, I think that you would feel better after. And it definitely like things like that did help. And it's not like I was in a super dark place, but I definitely wasn't okay. Um, and I went from just doing absolutely nothing. And my norm was binging like three to five TV shows, like full entire series um, in a week. And then I go to not having time for literally anything because I'm going 24 seven. It's just such a, I, I don't, I've never taken the time to think about how such, how it was such a drastic change. It really was like, I honestly, looking back, I was just like, I think I was just like, what got into her? Like, she is just ready to just go after everything. And I was happy though. Like I, I thought I was happy for you because I was like, you know what, this is, this is good. You know, I think like seeing how, um, how different you were in 2020 to 2021, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, like maybe this is Sydney, like when she like finally feels like herself and is like, you know, let up. And so it was just, I think, but it is hard to go from like zero to a hundred. And I think you're finally finding like that middle ground and like that balance, which is really good to see. And so I am just really happy for you to finally like have this place in your life where you're like, more in alignment with what you want to do and you're going after the things that actually like truly matter to you and so yeah it's just really good to see you kind of find like balance you know yeah I appreciate that a lot and I don't want to make it seem like I hated it because I thoroughly thoroughly enjoy the community that I created everything has been such a really fun experience and I do think it was what I needed to like pull me out of that that rut that I was in Um, I do think also you you're kind of right like that is what I that is what I look like when I'm lit up about things and I think there's like definitely a more sustainable way to do that Um, I am figuring that out though like that's what I'm in the midst of I feel more like myself than I have in years and I think that is because I took time to be by myself for a while Um, I'm like a chronic relationship person I go from relationship to relationship and like actually taking the time to focus on what I like to do, finding my own style, liking my own music, um, like creating spaces that I feel comfortable in, like finding my own hobbies and just knowing that none of it has to be approved by anybody but myself. And it doesn't have to feel good to anybody but myself. Mm. Um, It was, 
yeah, it was a really like, I don't know, just a very transitional stage of all things. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this for me and nobody else. I love that. Yeah. No, I mean, I think especially after giving yourself away, you know, not like giving yourself, but, you know, putting so much into these relationships and then finally pouring that back into yourself. Like that Mm -hmm. is so, excuse this bird. That is so, (laughs) that is so just empowering to hear that you decided to finally put yourself first and, and look where that's really a lot about what into light kind of was for me. I didn't, I don't know if I really knew it at the time, but a saying that is very common. It's on Intolite's clothing tags, as well as a couple of designs. Um, but you are allowed to change. You're allowed to shed your skin in order to become who you want to be. Like there's never one final version of you. You can always shed a different layer and find a new version of you and get to know new things that you like and new people. And I mean, there's just, it's comforting to me at least to know that there's no final version of me. Absolutely. And that's kind of what you're doing with Intolight. You're you're allowing yeah. it to have that space to to shed its old, old skin and become something brand new. Um, but yeah. also, you know, still staying true to to what, you know, the whole vision and purpose of the brand is. Yeah, I guess I should probably say what I'm pivoting it to. Yes, um, I want to hear. <laughs> um, so the plan right now, the website will probably be down pretty soon Um, but the plan after that is to make it a space where people can come and leave anonymous journal entries so the anonymous journal entries will be something that I then sift through and put onto a page where you can just scroll and read for however long you'd like and just read about what other people are going through or if people have advice. Um, I'd like to be able to separate it into different columns and then just also have one main homepage where everything is all mixed together. So if you're not really sure what you're looking for, you can just kind of go to it and see if something resonates with you. But I really want it to be a community where people feel comfortable expressing what's going on uh, in their head or in their heart or in their life and just know that somebody out there is reading it and getting something from it. Um, And I think that's most important. That's what I want the website to change to. The Instagram, I really don't want to change that much. I do something called Mindset Mondays where I check in every Monday and it's kind of like a a nice intention setting for the week um, just to reflect and focus on yourself as a start to the week rather than, you know, hopping on social media and looking at everybody else's life. I feel like it's a nice way to turn things around and say, how am I doing in these specific topics? did I have a good weekend? What did I do this weekend? Did I feel recharged because I did that? Or do I feel drained because I did that? And it's a good way to like force yourself to reflect in. I also have people send in anonymous answers to questions on things like that. So I I would ask a question like, I don't know, leave something, I'd say like, leave something heavy here to start your week. But then I would also share those heavy answers with everybody else to show everybody that we're all, we're all going through stuff. And we are so much more similar than we ever have been different. And it's just kind of a way to bring people together. So that's what I hope it continues to be. I think that there will probably still be some apparel intertwined with it. I know that I want to create like digital downloads. So maybe like little journal print offs or um, 
anything like maybe some art that you could download and print or use as a background or things like that. But other than that, I really just want it to be community and like people focused. I absolutely love that. I think that is such a great pathway to take your brand um, because it is, uh, first off, I love your mindset Mondays. Those are like one of my favorite things to do. Um, But yeah, I really think that it's so important for people to realize that they're not alone and that we're all just going through it. We're all just going through it together in different ways. And just having a place to really share can be like so healing on so many levels. And so that's incredible that you are like basically creating this like safe space for people to really just be themselves and, and share. And that way they can, you know, connect and maybe even create friendships over that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I would love, I would love for it to, to be something larger someday where people can, you know, meet friends maybe in their city or things like that. Um, my, what I've always said, and I will stand by is that if I can make one person feel less alone or make one person's day better or change one person's perspective on something um, for how they're going through something, Mm -hmm. that's enough for me. And I think that I've already done that. I mean, I've gotten a couple of DMs and like, and in that sense, like I don't need anything else from it. It's Mm -hmm. not for me. Um, It's for other people at this point, which is something that's really fun. I think, um, it's nice. I've, I've always been geared towards assisting people. Um, I've always wanted to go into a profession. I thought I'd want to help kids, but I think just like helping people just feel like a human, like we're all human and that's just the goal. And it's really beautiful to be able to transition this into something that I think will be able to get that goal across. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I really just commend you for doing this, you know, like you know, you're not getting anything like monetarily from this, like you're just doing Mm -hmm. this because you, you love to share um, and you want people to also share and create connections and, and just learn about each other and about themselves. So that's really, really amazing, Sydney. And yeah, I mean, you're always amazing me but I'm really excited for this like next version of into light and this next version of you with all these big life changes. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's really special to, to be a part of your life and to see Mm -hmm. you just continually growing and empowering all of, all the amazing people in your life. So, so yeah, I just want to, (laughs) but yeah, no, it's been, it's been really amazing just to be your friend and to always like stay in contact with you. And I'm really, really thankful that you could be on my podcast today. Oh, thank you. I am so happy to be here. I'm so excited for you on this new adventure of yours. I know it's going to be a lot, what a lot of people are looking for. I'm really excited about it. Thank you so much. Of course. Um, but I just kind of wanted to end this podcast by um, just asking you what your word for 2022 is or your phrase. 
That is a good question. Um, so for 2021, my two words were wildly capable, which I are, that. I mean, like, I feel like we're super fitting um, for what the year turned out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, for this year, I'm complete opposite direction. Um, my word is playful. I love that. Yeah, the intention behind it is to stop taking things so seriously and just to do more inner child work. So just things that I'm not doing because it brings me money. I'm not doing because it looks good to other people, but stuff that I'm doing just because it's fun and it brings me joy and like being silly and being goofy and not caring how I look, like things like that. I... I want more of that in this year. And that's definitely what I'm trying to, that's the word. That is my word that I'm trying to live by. I love that. And I'm going to hold you to it. That's really, <laughs> please do. That. Yeah. That's, that's so fun. What a great like word for this year compared to last year. Like just, it's very, yeah, it's really, it just shows, shows like how much you have changed and, and how much you are willing to just really settle into where you are right now and just enjoy where you are. So I'm just here for a good time. Just here for a good time. Are we all? (laughs) Thank you again so much. Yes, Um, I'm happy to be here. Maybe, maybe we could do a part two sometime like down the road and maybe once I'm in Seattle and everything's fully transitioned, I think that would be really fun to like catch back up and see where you're at with your businesses and things like that. Like, I think that would be so fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Got to stay updated. So yes. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you. It was absolutely such a pleasure. So um, I will be chatting with you soon and I hope Seattle goes amazing this weekend. Thank you. I will, I will keep you guys updated. All right. (laughs) Love you. Bye. Love you.